Welcome to this week's episode of Babelfish, the podcast where non-believers share their life stories. In this week's episode, I talk to Dorado in Puerto Rico. We talk about him growing up in a religious, diverse family. We talk about atheism, humanism, activism, and religious events in schools. I would like to thank my patrons, Happy, Lina Peterson, and Pedro Barbosa. Thank you so much for your support. Please give Babelfish a good rating in your podcast app. Please share Babelfish with your family and friends. In order to continue the podcast, I need funding. Remember, you can support Babelfish by becoming a Patreon. Become a Patreon on patreon.com or the Danish equivalent, tenet.dk. You will find the links in the episode description. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. I'm still in Puerto Rico, <laughs> talking to... I read it as Gerardo, but you say Gerardo? Gerardo. Oh, yeah. But it's pretty close compared yeah. to most people, how they pronounce it, yeah. <laughs> and welcome to the podcast. Can you present yourself for the listeners? Well, my name is Gerardo Rivera. I'm uh, currently a college student at the University of Puerto Rico at Mayagüez. Um, I study horticulture. I'm also the current secretary of uh, Humanists of Puerto Rico in Spanish as Humanistas de Puerto Rico, mm -hmm. previously called Secular Humanists of Puerto Rico, but we dropped the secular part of the name as most the tendency is in around the world now. Just call ourselves humanists. Yes, yeah. yes. It's kind of redundant anyway. Mm -hmm. And well, um, Besides that, I used to, I was also involved in, in other organizations in the U.S., especially for secular youth, uh, including Americans United for Separation of Church and State and the Secular Student Alliance. And well, that's a little bit of my, myself. Mm -hmm. I'm currently 22 years old. And well, I think that's pretty general about <laughs> yeah, me. That's pretty yeah. general. Yeah. And for, how, how did you become an unbeliever? Well, that's an interesting story. Mm -hmm. I, I, you've been visiting here for a few days. I've been told, I've told you a, a, little, <laughs> a little bit, bit yeah. but that's when I, I'm, I wasn't exaggerating when I said a little bit. Mm -hmm. Well, interestingly enough, which you already know, um, I was, I was brought up in, in interreligious matrimony. Mm -hmm. So my mom. And my, my family from my mom's side was, is, and still is Catholic. Uh, but my mom wasn't a practicing Catholic. She was like very laid back. She would only go to, to Catholic mass some days and special occasions. Mm -hmm. My family would do the same. It's a more cultural thing. Yeah, it was a, a, cultural, a yeah. cultural Catholic, if yeah. you could call it <laughs> that, yeah. And my father, he was a Jehovah's Witness. And uh, so obviously, they since both uh, churches don't allow recognize matrimony between with another person from another religion mm -hmm. they had to get married in another type of religion so they ended up getting married in a presbyterian church and it, i always why in the church can't you get married at this yes you can oh. well, and every every church well uh, <laughs> a marriage is technically illegal and it's recognized by the state at the end of the day it doesn't mm -hmm. matter if a church does it or not okay but you know uh culturally here is like if you don't get married in a church you're like it's not are real. you it's not real <laughs> right so they ended up getting married in, a, in the local presbyterian church here and after that it was shortly after that i was born and i always joke about well, that two different faiths got together, 
got uh, in a, and they got married in a different faith. <laughs> yeah. They ended up getting a divorce, not surprisingly. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they had an atheist humanist child. So that's kind of <laughs> ironic to yeah. some degree. Yeah. Um, besides that, well, I initially I I was growing up going to the Jehovah's Witness temple initially. My father started taking me probably when I was like nine, eight. 10 mm-hmm. and I, I, I went with him uh, for some years and he had like shared custody with my mother obviously so I would probably go like every Saturday with him and then my mother would pick me up there at the so the last place I would be with my father on Saturdays would be at his temple right okay. and then my mother would pick me up right there at the temple and Eventually, my dad, uh, for some mysterious reason, which I still have no clear answer to, stopped going there. I suspect he got ex- uh, shunned and expelled they for having. Him out. <laughs> yeah, they kicked him out for having some uh, questionable uh, behaviors. Oh. Um, so that's what I theorize mm-hmm. happened. So after he stopped going, so obviously I, I stopped going also because the only reason I was going is because... Because of him. Yeah. yeah. Um, my mother started uh, taking me to the Catholic masses. Mm-hmm. And it's something... So you ca- had to go to both. places. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it, it, it came comparing, I, I could compare them initially when I was growing up. And it was oh, I always did notice that the Jehovah's Witnesses did invest more time actually studying the Bible. And... and, and what they what they think of as mm-hmm. critical yeah. uh, reading of the Bible but my and then when you compare that to the Catholic Church well a lot of people just well literally not a lot that's what they do mm-hmm. the people that they're Catholic most of them just go to the church hear a, a few of the sermons what they're saying there but they don't actually like dedicate any time to studying it much no and like, if you ask most people if they, if they actually heard read the bible they, they, they probably haven't. haven't they haven't so that that's what <laughs> probably why they they're so surprised when you mention any bad moral parts of the bible you know the slavery yeah there's so many parts of the yeah, yeah. they don't they don't know the those parts yes yeah um so after that my mother I was even though I was going to the Jehovah's Witness temple when I was immediately born I did get uh, baptized under the Catholic Church um, I don't know why my father didn't have any problem with that I never ha- asked him so I, I don't know the well, answer to that question extra insurance maybe I don't know yeah I guess <laughs> um, very nice pictures taking of that baptism mm-hmm. um, I, but um, so after some I, I think I, I went with my mother to the to the local Catholic uh, church here for maybe a couple or three years and I did do other sa- sacraments like go I did uh, communion, did communion and confirm- okay. confirmation wow. yes yeah. um, and during the studies for doing those sacraments I well I was I always asked a lot of questions to my my local teacher but she obviously didn't know any of the questions. She wasn't capable of, of philosophically or theolo- theologically explain why that was the answer to the question I had. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess I just, what I think happened is that even though I was capable of asking questions, 
I never was capable of, uh, well, I eventually did, but I, during that time I was not capable of uh, reaching the, the logical conclusion of if this doesn't make sense and this other thing doesn't make sense, then mm -hmm. the, in general the thing doesn't make sense. So uh, I didn't reach that conclusion of, hey, I shouldn't actually hold these beliefs, um, which I think is something a lot of people might have, mm -hmm. that situation. I think there's a lot of people that consider themselves religious and they probably don't even believe or think that the dogmas of their religion are true but they just for some reason they've never actually realized hey logically that that means yeah. i don't believe the thing in general is true mm -hmm. and they just haven't uh noticed that yeah they haven't come to that realization yet <laughs> um so after that uh, some years passed and I ended up being in, in high school but before that I was just I, I never heard the word atheist when I reached high school in 10th grade here which is what mm -hmm. here high school includes um, that's where I actually hear the word atheist for the first time and I actually think of myself as an atheist and I start identifying okay. as yeah. an atheist and when I was in 10th grade and I started using the term atheist a lot of people were kind of shocked, but I it wasn't. It didn't cause any problems per se. the 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 point that I think in my life was like that big moment was when in my school, which was I always studied in public schools in in the in the local town I lived here in Puerto Rico, and in my in the public school I was attending high school, they started doing these events where the the some teachers will help. Uh, some students arrange these what were practically uh, religious cults there. They were doing religious rituals, mostly um, Catholic, but they would more or less water it down so it looked like a general Christian oh, okay. uh, event, right? They would play music and have drums and, ever, and they would even pray and stuff like that. It didn't happen that often, but it, it, after it got established, they would do it like at least like once a week or something like mm -hmm. that. And the, I remember some of the teachers actually participating. And that's illegal in the U.S. You know, the teachers can't do that or they, no. and because they're separation church and state. Our local constitution is even more uh, clear because ours actually says in, our, in the Article, Article 3 section, no, Article 2 section 3, and mentions that there will be complete separation of church and state. Mm -hmm. You, can, you have the freedom to express your religious views and obviously practice them within the margins of the law, but you have complete separation. So the, the government shouldn't be involved in legislating or no. saying what is a proper religion or not, right? Or, mm -hmm. or, or even preferring and promoting religion over non-religion or non-belief, yeah. right? Um, so me identifying as an atheist at, at around, let's say, 14, 15 years old, I already saw that problem of how I couldn't legally explain why it was wrong. You but just I, knew it. I, but, it was, I, but I thought it was unfair because I thought it was inappropriate because there's other students of other faiths. And even though they, they could participate if they wanted, it wasn't appropriate because they're mm -hmm. not from that faith. Yeah, okay. So I yeah. remember one day during that event, I actually, I was uh, with my friends playing chess in the, in, outside and we had to move because I... We were trying to concentrate, and I told her, well, let's go to the library. 
because we can we couldn't concentrate to play chess outside. Mm -hmm. And I was whining about the uh, how the activity was so noisy, and that it was inappropriate inside of the school grounds. Um, and I should clarify that students have the right to actually do whatever religious practice mm -hmm. they want in a school. That's yeah. their religious right to exercise their religion, as long as it doesn't interfere with the education of other students oh, okay. during yeah. the hours in yeah. the school, right? Um, so back to my point. So I was whining about it, and mm -hmm. the librarian, who's a, obviously a Christian then, um, <laughs> she's told, she answered my, my comment, and she said, well, if you don't like it, then you should just move to the to somewhere else in the school where you don't feel bothered. And she mentioned specifically that I should go to the, uh, what do you call that in, in English? I would guess a gymnasium where people play sports. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I could just call that. Or, yeah. or something. Yeah. Let's just yeah. call that that, I, for lack of a better word yeah. that I can't remember right now. <laughs> but um, so, and I told her, why should I be moving the point? The, the, the whole activity in the first place shouldn't be happening. So I, sh I should even be feeling, uh, I shouldn't even have to be moving because no. that event shouldn't be happening in the fir first place. And she, she couldn't comprehend that. And then eventually uh, <laughs> this, these events just kept on going. And I, I, there was a really good uh, teacher in my school who gave biology. And one day I was talking to her and I realized that I could actually do something about it. So I wrote this letter explaining to the, to the principal that it was inappropriate and even illegal to do mm -hmm. so. And I, that's when for first, the first time ever I actually quoted the Ooh. Constitution. Wow. <laughs> and then I, I gathered some, I gathered I think more than 12 or 20 signatures of other students in the, in the, in the high school that were either from another religion, Jewish or something mm. like that, or they just didn't like the fact, for whatever reason, they just didn't mm. agree with the uh, with that activity. Mm -hmm. And eventually, the principal did, did uh, say admit that it was inappropriate, but she she felt a little bit hesitant because she she saw this feeling of, co of community happening. She said, "What's well, so such a positive feeling that they're having?" It's interesting because uh, she was a Mormon, oh. so, so it's like. Well, you're a religious minority here because Mormons are not common here. No. But um, she just felt that it was, uh, in general, fomenting a, a good feeling of community inside the school. But it was, you know, I mean, you could do that in a more watered-down, more neutral way mm -hmm. that isn't actually quoting Jesus, you yeah. know? Because it's still excluding others. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Even then, they're gonna throw this argument that no, you can you, you can go because no, you're not, we're not banning you from not participating. Even no. if you're from another religion, you can go anyway. But that's not the point. Obviously, that's obviously a, a very fallacious argument. Mm -hmm. Especially because in the first place, you're, even if it's inclusive, it's not supposed to be happening in the first place, no, no. matter how generalized mm -hmm. it is. So. Um, so you became an activist. Oh, that's where I, that's <laughs> when I actually became an activist yeah. for the first time. And that, now that you mention it, yeah. Uh -huh. uh, yeah. I only see it at that point where I started, but I didn't actually notice that I was actually activism yeah. at that time. It was. Yeah. And I remember actually confronting the, one of the teachers who was arranging the event, mm -hmm. and I told her, "Well, you should stop doing this." And she said, "No, I'll just move it outside of the school grounds." And then I asked her, and I told her. Uh, well, but you do realize that um, technically, stu I know that they're pretty uh, 
they don't enforce the rules, but technically, uh, students shouldn't be leaving school grounds during school hours. Mm, yeah. Um, so let's say I told her, so let's say you do move these events outside of the school grounds, no matter how close it is. Let's say a student goes out of the uh, school grounds and crosses the street and something happens to them. A mm -hmm. car get, hits them. Are you, are you going to be responsible for, are you going to feel guilty that they were going to your event? Mm -hmm. And she says, no, that's not my problem. And, and, I, and, and I remember telling her, yeah, because that's exactly what Jesus would want <laughs> you to answer. Yeah. Jesus would definitely answer that, right? And uh, I guess may, I, I, don't re I don't remember if she actually realized how hypocritical that was, but at least I tried to show mm -hmm. her how a uh, hypocrite she was doing, becoming. Eventually, they did stop doing the events at my okay. school. Um, I don't think it was more, much because of the pressure I ended up doing. I just think it, for some reason, I think it just lo people just lost interest. Oh, I don't okay. know why. Yeah. But, but luckily, it stopped. Yeah, general, but luckily, yeah. it just stopped. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so I was happy when that happened. And eventually, I graduated uh, with honors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then when I started college, um, in 2015, it's been a long time from, from that, um, <laughs> I, I, I realized that I didn't have a lot of friends, which is not uncommon in my case, but then I realized that I didn't have a lot of friends that I could actually speak about um, atheism and, mm -hmm. and philosophy in general. I had a few friends, but then a uh, year after that, they moved to Texas and other places, so I lost touch with them. Yeah. So I find myself a little bit uh, alone and I wanted people to share my views with, so I decided to to find uh, to establish this uh, student association in my group uh, in my college, mm -hmm. and we called it Secure Student uh, Secure Secure Humanist Association UPRM. UPRM are the letters that represent the school's name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, or RUM. RUM. RUM, <laughs> rum is also uh, RUM. Yeah. Recinto yeah. Universitario Mayagüe. The other. Yeah letters used to represent the school's yeah. names um, but not rum for drinking though <laughs> it's spelled the same but it's yeah. not the same thing so um, and so I started the group it started as very small and then it kept growing a little bit more a little bit more we ended up having more and more people but it's like uh, I know you interviewed medium and, mm -hmm. and at some point I think uh, during the interview after that I heard her mention or her husband mentioned that um, gathering atheists together is like it's like uh, gathering cats yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a lot of atheists i know that's a stereotype mm. but it's kind of uh, it's kind of well founded for a lot of mm. us there we tend to be a little bit introverts yeah to some degree and it's kind of hard for them to feel comfortable sharing their views with other people mm. especially when you live in a very religious dominated yeah. country so um it's kind of hard to get people to like experience a religious like social feeling yeah, community community feeling, feeling yeah. because it's like they they feel like it's like religion has this monopoly on social interactions mm. and and community feeling I've for some reason to a lot of people about it traveling yeah. we also discuss it back home in denmark how we can even though we're not religious in denmark mm -hmm. but there's still how can we build a community where people has a sense of belonging and socializing not just about the humanist yeah. activism yes yes it's difficult it's so difficult 
and even like I said, even even here it is. Mm. And we every organization I think struggles with that. Yeah. Unless you're like from, you have that really really easily uh, facilitated cultural aspect that helps you uh, achieve that. So that we that's the group that I, I started in campus, and then eventually, uh, well, I already knew before I started. I went to campus. Uh, from when I was in high school, I knew about the existence of the Secular Humanism Puerto Rico. Okay. They that's their name. They yeah. eventually dropped the secular part mm. of the name, right? Yeah. And uh, that's when I when I entered campus. Then that year, I met Eva. And they they became the like the sponsors of the the the, mm -hmm. the group on campus okay. there. We I started working for them even though I wasn't in a an official capacity. Now I am because then I uh, last year I got elected to be the secretary of the mm -hmm. organization. Um, so I was just working before that with other small organizations, yeah. um, humanists and atheists in general. And it's just been a such a nice experience, just tra traveling a bit and getting to know humanists from around the world. And, and we have so many things in common. We have a global movement. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so that for anybody listening to this that doesn't know about that, but you know, a, a humanist international now. So mm -hmm. that's a that's a great organization. Yeah. And it, it just unites all these local or or national organizations that are just wonderful, mm -hmm. and it gives that sense of. Um, world world unity right yes <laughs> um <laughs> there's someone else out there yeah, yeah but even without them we wouldn't have met because they facilitated yeah exactly they made it possible to some degree and well that's kind of my story because mm -hmm. i mean and i and i i would never compare my story i i always say that compared to other people even in in, in progressive countries like in oh, if we can even call the U.S. progressive <laughs> now, but yeah. um, uh, I hope nobody gets mad about no, that. But uh, <laughs> but um, even in the U.S., where it's uh, these major countries, it, it can be very hard for people to be atheists. And in some areas, especially. Yes, yeah. Bible belts and Bible stuff belt, like that. Yeah. Even here, mm -hmm. there's a lot of people I know here that feel very repressed, or they don't know how to come out to their families about it. And like it's like uh, not to say that the LGBT community have it easy. They definitely don't. No. But it's like it's like being atheist or being a humanist. Like, it's like the new closet. It's even worse. It's even yeah. worse to some degree. Because I actually heard that from a few countries around the world that it's in some countries it's even worse than being gay being or gay. gay. Yeah. <laughs> Where they also still struggle in. Yeah, but Big I mean, there's, the there's a lot of countries you can get, get a death penalty mm. for being gay, but yeah. there's a lot of them that you can get a death penalty for being non-religious exactly. also. Yeah. So, I, I, I say, I think that I've been lucky that I, I've had a family that's been lenient <laughs> enough to allow <laughs> me to be who I am. They, yeah. they don't hate me, they don't uh, they judge don't, me. But they don't get it. Or what? They don't necessarily yeah. get no. it, but they know that I'm a good person. Mm -hmm. They they know what, what I stand. They know my character, so they 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 end up they end up accepting it anyway. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and I think, um, uh, unluckily for a lot of people, they don't have that. And I, like I said, I my story could be way sadder. I don't even think my story is sad. No. So I, I don't know if I have any like bad stories. No. Um, to to tell you, I don't think so. Um, I do know, I, I mean, 
dating wise, I think it's a little bit mm. hard to date people here in Puerto Rico when, when it, uh, for my age especially yeah. because um, well, it would be even worse if you're older though because older generations are more religious. Mm. They're just finding people to interact for whatever yeah. reason. Um, and then you have to explain to them, well, this is what I stand for. This mm -hmm. is what I don't believe, but this is what I do believe, that, which yeah. makes me a humanist. Yeah. And they, they might say they agree with me and they might say, those are really good ideas. But for some reason, at the end of the day, they just, they just want it to be like, okay, but keep it to yourself. Okay. And they need you to be religious. Yes. religious. Yeah. For, and and that, that's something I'm not willing to sacrifice no. my ideas, my no. ideals. And I'm very open to discussing them. And if you can actually convince me that I'm wrong, mm -hmm. logically, I will happily change my yeah. ideas. Happily, happily, yeah. happily. But I, I'm going to need some good arguments, some good actual quantifiable, mm -hmm. falsifiable evidence for me to change my opinion. Not just because the Bible says it or the Quran says it or any holy book says it. Like, science. Yes, yeah, science, or <laughs> yeah. I mean, or at least some basic logic. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, um, but I mean, it's it. I think Puerto Rico is, in general, not the worst place, obviously, no. in the world. We have and uh, newer generations, which is a tendency around the world, are becoming less religious. Yeah, uh, that's uh, some Pew Research poll, uh, polls and studies have shown that, which and, is positive. But well, if if it's still difficult to date mm -hmm. <laughs> because there are so many religious so yeah yeah, yeah. and so uh, at the end of the day I, I think I consider myself very lucky mm -hmm. because now the active I could never be part uh, be doing part of the activism that I do if I didn't have a, a good home to return to mm -hmm. after that you know yeah, yeah. because at, at the end of the day you can do whatever you want outside and be as active as you want but if you don't have a loving home to come back to and people to depend on um it's kind of hard yeah and is. luckily i have good friends i have i have few friends mm. but i have the friends <laughs> i do have um it, it's kind of funny because they're old but i have always said that i'm lucky because those are really high quality mm -hmm. humanist good value people that actually care about others yeah. they're extremely smart and i hope i can I, I hope i could find more people my own age that could be like me and be mm -hmm. like them and share more of those values and even when you find people that actually share those values people are, who are actually willing to stand for those values yeah. and that's yeah. not just say they do but actually show that mm -hmm. they do stand yeah. for be those open values. about it yeah. be open about it yeah and do act and and just not just sit back and take it mm. when injustices are happening um, or something wrong is occurring. Yeah. And so that's what I I try to do. My mm -hmm. my my motto is speak for those who can't speak. Mm. Yeah. Try to act for those who can actually act for themselves. And well, eventually, I think if, if a lot of people do that, things will change. Things yeah. will change. Yeah. I agree. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. Well, it's a pleasure having you here in Puerto <laughs> and Rico. thank you for taking me in. Oh, you've been my host for a few been, days. You've been a wonderful uh, person here. I mean, it's like I barely have to do anything. <laughs> you, you, like, it, <laughs> We've been busy, so I'd say yeah. exhausting.
<laughs> he almost did. Yeah. Thank you for listening. In order to continue the podcast, I need funding. Remember, you can support Babelfish by becoming a Patreon. You can also follow Babelfish on Facebook and Instagram. You'll find the links in the episode description. Until next time, be a happy human.